Hey, my brothers and sisters, how you doing? This is Joey Hernandez, and you've tuned into an older gay guy show. Now, if you've been subscribed to me, and I hope you are subscribed, um, you may notice that I'm doing a podcast like two days after my last one. But it's Friday afternoon. My husband is still working. I'm home alone. And I don't know, I just felt like talking. So, hey, lucky you. You're the one I'm going to talk to. I wanted to do a series about aging because that's going to be a really big component of what this podcast is about. The pros and cons of aging. And, and there's a lot of pros, I believe. I'm a very positive person. I tend to always look at the good side of things. And, you know, we'll touch upon some negativity about it and things that we wish weren't happening to us as we age. But I want to highlight the wonderful things that happen because, as you know, gay life, so youth-oriented, it is so fucked. (laughs) And I think we're finally getting to a point where older gay people are starting to come into our own starting to be more important and popular in the gay community. It's probably because now us baby boomers and Gen X people are finally getting to a middle age point and some even senior points. Such a large group of people like that all together, I think we become the dominant part of gays. Um, Certainly young people are now coming out in schools. They're coming out in colleges. A lot of us that are 50 and over, we probably didn't come out until sometime after college because that was just the thing that people did. It wasn't, it wasn't as open as it is now. So I know that there is a younger up and coming gay population, but I don't want to negate in any way the beauty of those of us that are aging. So this is part one in a series, and I'm going to do these podcasts periodically in this series. They're not going to be every week, but I just wanted to babble on about uh, aging. So my name is Joey Hernandez, and this is Aging One, the seventh episode of An Older Gay Guy Show. Ah, yes, the joys of aging. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, there are some, but more and more, I get out of bed, I go to the bathroom, I look in the mirror, and I don't know who's staring back at me. Sometimes, I, I, I guess it's my father staring back at me, which is okay for me. My father died at age 52, so he remains in my brain as a good looking man. Uh, I can accept that, but it's the breakdown of the body, I guess, is more important to me than what happens facially for me. You know, I've worked out primarily all my life since high school or shortly after, and the aches and pains that go along with aging really can throw me off sometimes. I still work out. I work out regularly, but I have to admit that More and more, the weights, the resistance against my joints are really starting to 
wear down. And I want to continue to work out, but I know that I have to give up the concept of getting big and being a big bodybuilder. You know, I'm not going to do steroids. I did them when I was younger. I'm not going to do them now. It's not wise, especially with someone with a heart condition. So I'm not going to do that. And I think that the guys that do still try to be big when they're in their 40s and 50s, yeah, they're getting some muscle, but they're also getting a fair amount of body fat to pad that. So I think my goal now as I move forward with my body is I'm going to try to get as cut and ripped as possible. So I don't currently have a six pack. I haven't had a six pack for, for a bit, um, especially when I was bigger. I had nice, flat, smooth abs, but I didn't have the cuts into it like a six pack is. So my goal right now, probably by fall, uh, maybe winter, is to get a six pack back. And I've looked online trying to look at photos of people around that age that are bodybuilders and see what's going on. And I just really run into people that are in a contest or doing steroids and doing the cutting drugs that create that body. I don't see a lot of people that are natural and are training naturally my age that can manage to have a six pack. So I might be dreaming. I have no idea, but I'm hanging in there and I'm trying to cut as I go, which is good in some respects because you don't have to use weights that are as heavy as when you're trying to bulk up. So therefore, if they're not as heavy, they're not as much resistance going on these joints that are slowly wearing down and creaking and Oh, it's hard to get used to, you know, I used to jump out of bed in the morning and, oh man, I was so excited to take on the day and, and I, I just couldn't wait to get going. And now it's, um, a little slower getting out of bed and, you know, putting my feet on the ground and standing up and okay, oh, don't fall over <laughs> as I get the blood back into my legs and feet so I can stand. You know, it's, it's hard, you know, I, it's hard to stand on one leg and then try to put your pants on because the balance tends to be off now. Uh, it can be difficult, but because of my family history, because people had died young, my brother died at 46, my father died at 52, my mother died at 58, just a lot of dead, dead, dead. I am very grateful to be the age I am and to be in the condition I am, even though I certainly don't look even like a 40-year-old anymore, at least body-wise. Facially, I've committed to not going into the sun. Uh, I, When I've worked at gyms, I was general manager of uh, a bunch of gyms over the years. And back in the 80s and early 90s, everybody had tanning beds. And when you worked there, you could tan for free. You know, I was the manager. I did what I want. And I was addicted to it. You know, I was doing it every day for months, maybe probably a couple of years. It's a miracle that my skin hasn't rotted off my body. But I've kept myself out of the sun now for probably 15 years, I guess. And because of that, and because I slather on a lot of moisturizer, that's like the only thing that I actually do cosmetically to my face is I just put a 
shitload of moisturizer on it like a couple times a day. It's kind of kept the lines off of my face, which is cool. And because I wear a baseball hat regularly, I have a shaved head, but I, I wear a baseball hat. I have since high school. Uh, it I Let me put it this way. If you saw me in a nightclub and it was kind of dark and you were kind of drunk and you were standing like 20 feet away from me and you were supposed to wear glasses, but you didn't have your glasses on. Yeah, there you go. I kind of look okay at that point. Uh, but man, come on, you put me in the sun and you get up close and, oh shit, I scare little children away. But I think my main concern right now is my body. I am a little bit hit on the heavier side. It's not so healthy. I'm going to drop about 15 pounds and it's going to take more of a reduction in my body fat to get a six pack but I just want to get like 15 pounds off of me. I go to see my cardiologist um, in late May or early June, and I don't want him fucking flipping out on me because I'm too heavy. So that's my goal right now. And you know, I like to hear from all of you. And and it's an older gay guy show at gmail.com, which is easy. Name of the show at gmail.com. And I want to hear about your bodies and how you feel about them. Are you working out regularly to try to stave off some of the effects of aging? Or, you know, just working out in general because you have for years like me. You know, it just becomes a habit. And I think I'll probably always work out until I'm dead. And maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll die on a bench press. <laughs> there you go. And if I do, if I, I, I've told all my clients, I've told my husband, I've told my friends, if I die down in the gym, you know, lifting a weight, doing a bench press, whatever, when you write my obituary and put it in the papers, I want that mentioned, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he died lifting weights. That would be a good epitaph for my gravestone. I think now having been a bodybuilder, most of my life, I have always been in the habit of shaving my chest and abs, the back of my arms, my back, making sure that's tidy. I have uh, leg hair, I have arm hair, I have dick hair. That's all fine. But I, I just get used to doing the shaving, and, and I'm starting to not do it as much anymore. Uh, my husband, I think, would prefer it if I didn't do it. And I know eventually there's going to come a time when I'm just not going to want to do it anymore. You know, if I'm in a nursing home at age 75 or 80, I, I don't know how they're going to feel about me shaving my body. And I think probably by then, uh, the time might have passed to do that. And I know guys that work out regularly, guys younger than me, but they're in their 40s or so, and they work out a lot and they have six packs and they have big shoulders and arms and legs, um, nice bubble butts. They work out and they're hairy. They have never gotten into the body shaving thing. Um, I'm, I'm probably at like at the oldest spectrum of shaving your body. And I've, I've just done it for 30 years. So, it, you know, it's something that is ingrained in me. I know younger people or, you know, metrosexual people tend to be shaving a lot of their body, sometimes all of their body now. And then now, you know, things, the pendulum, pendulum swings the other way and then people grow more hair. Like right now, beards are in very much. I have a beard. I didn't grow it because it was stylish. 
I grew it because um, I just think I look better with it. But it's a process I do daily. I mean, it's like it's like nothing. I shave what I shave on my body in no lie, uh, three minutes or less, honestly, because because I have a beard now. I shave my head. I usually shave my head once a day, sometimes twice a day if I'm going out. Um, I'll do my chest and abs, and I do my balls sometimes, and that's you know that's it. Once every month or so, I have this weird electric thing with a long arm that I'll do my back. I could ask my husband to do it, but I just don't think it's something he would want to do. So I've done it myself. It like vibrates and, and cuts the hair off on your back. But part of me also, because I'm about to turn 58 in a few weeks, part of me also wants to be able to remain in the bodybuilding community as a person that shaves and shows off their muscles, I'm not going to lie. I show off my muscles. No lie. That's just the way it is. Way I've always been. Narcissistic? Probably. But that's what I do. And I don't want people to hold me back just because of my age. I don't want people that are those type people that work out, shave their bodies, have nice muscles. Maybe they're in their 20s, maybe in their early 30s. I don't want those people looking at me and saying to me, you know what? You're 58. You're almost 60. You shouldn't be doing that anymore. Well, fuck, fuck, fuck them. Ooh, fuck them. Now there's an idea. No, but I, I don't want to be told that I can't be part of that. Because if I did become hairy and I either stayed muscu muscular or shaved, um, let my body gain some weight, whatever, I think there is a larger percentage of people that are that way. I think staying as a true bodybuilder, a true bodybuilder shaves their muscles to show them off. I mean, that's just part of the deal. I don't want anyone to tell me because of my age that I can't be part of that group. And that's another factor for me that holds me in doing what I'm doing. You know, I love it. I, I love it. I love looking like that. I love people to be able to see me and, you know, because again, moisturizer all over my fucking face all the time. Not a lot of lines. Uh, baseball hat, sometimes, you know, covering the eyes a little bit. People, no lie, people will say, you know, I'm 40-ish or so, um, which, which is awesome. You know, I like that. You know, who doesn't want to be younger looking? In, in, I love the number of my age going up. I can't wait to my 60s. I can't wait to my 70s because I was just never supposed to live that long. So every single year, really every single day that my eyes open and I'm like, oh, wow, fuck, I get another day of life is really cool. So I do look forward to those decades of my life. What I don't look forward to is my body deteriorating so that I have trouble walking. I have trouble getting up from s sitting. If I get down on the floor, I need to bring some food with me because I'm going to be down there for a week or so. Um, I want my body to be able to be functional, completely functional. And the way my face looks, if I look young or if I look older, eh, that's not as much a concern for me as long as... I'm protecting myself out of the sun, keeping skin moisturizing a little bit softer. I, you know, 
I don't, I don't care if I look like I'm in my 70s or if I look like I'm in my 80s. That's cool with me. It's the, I, I guess I don't like it when people tell me that I can't do something. And that happens at our ages. I talked in a previous podcast of this, um, I'm sorry, I don't know where it is. It might be in episode one where I talked about I went through a phase where I danced on boxes in clubs while I was drinking, while I was doing ecstasy, while I was having a pissy time and having a great life. And I stopped doing that at age 44 specifically. I could still continue. I still had the body to be able to continue because I fucking worked at it every fucking day. I kid you not. But there were people, of course, that like, what the fuck is that old guy doing up there on the boxes? He looks fucking ridiculous. But I loved doing it. So I, I don't care if people had negative comments. For the most part, I got positive comments, but it was probably 60% positive and 40% negative, you know, so slightly over with positives. I, I really didn't fucking care. But hearing those people say, what's that old dude doing up there dancing? He shouldn't be. I don't like people telling me I can't do something, especially where it's age related. I've seen some YouTube videos. I watch a lot of um, parkour videos. I don't know if you know what that is, but um, it's guys jumping and rolling um, over objects and distances and buildings and shit. Um, sometimes splatting out, but sometimes making the, the tumble. And a lot of them are, have the capability of doing a standing backflip. And for whatever reason, I've always thought about that. I've never tried to do it, but I've always thought about it. So I sent some emails out to um, a bunch of guys that work in gymnastics, that work in parkour. And I said, uh, you know, at the time I was 50 and I said, is it possible for a 50 year old that does work out? You know, I don't have any body restrictions per se. Could I learn to do a standing backflip, you know, safely on like on grass, not on concrete or something or on a mat? Um, you know, I, I didn't expect to be able to do it anywhere, but would it physically be possible for me to do it? And every single one of them came back with, no, if you've not done gymnastics up to the age you are, you wouldn't be able to do it. That's probably true because I, I don't know. I've, I've never done it. I've never been in a gymnastics group to be able to see what one can do and what one cannot do. I know adult gymnastics, you do some tumbling and you do some trampoline stuff, but for the most part, you would not do a standing backflip from the ground back onto the ground. And I suppose that's wise. But there was a part of me that for a moment when I, you know, when I got these replies, there was a part of me for a moment that's like, yes, I can. I mean, I, I, I sent out these questions because I expected some yeses back and they all came back no but you know what? Why can't I do that? And so I watched instructional videos on YouTube on how to take yourself very slowly with a bunch of mattresses stacked and going downhill on grass and a series of things of how to eventually build up to being able to do a standing backflip. 
And for a couple days, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm really going to do this. And then I thought, <laughs> oh, what if I like did break my neck or something? And, you know, it's one thing if you're single and you're going to end up in an old folks home all by yourself. But it's another thing that I'm now married and I don't want to be a burden to my husband. So I discussed it with him and he's like, no, are you crazy? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I fucking was crazy. (laughs) There are some limitations that are going to come with age. And that's hard for me to get used to, you know, that uh, I guess that's the point of this particular podcast today is it's hard to get used to the limitations that my body and the outside world put on you. My housemate is about to turn 65 and he has talked a few times about changing careers and doing something else. I've mentioned, you know, at changing at 65 is going to be extremely difficult because there are going to be a a massive amount of places that would not hire you at 65. Some will, um, especially part-time or something like that. But to put you onto their benefits, to know that um, you're going to be limited to maybe five years or six years working for them, you know, to go into a totally new field at 65 probably isn't the wisest thing to do. Do it as a hobby, do it part-time, do it as volunteer work, anything along those lines, but don't expect that you're going to be able to make a livelihood when you completely change at 65, unless you're going to work for yourself. You know, that's a, that there's a big difference. You know, if it's computer related, you can do by yourself. If you're an artist, if you're a photographer, if you're a musician, whatever, if you want to develop that at age 65 and you're doing it yourself, more power to you. I think it's going to work, but to go into corporate America at age 65 and say, Hey, I want to work as a stock boy in the mailroom and work my way up. Uh, I don't think that's going to go over so well, but I'm fighting these things. I'm fighting the restrictions of age. Do you, do you fight that? Do you feel that? Do you understand the things that I'm saying? You know, do you agree with them? Do you, does it make sense to you? I would love to think I could go along for 15 more years still working within this field. You know, a personal trainer at age, I don't know, 72. Who the fuck would, (laughs) who the fuck would train with a 72-year-old trainer? I guess it would be another 72-year-old. Maybe, you know, I branch now into senior work uh, out of nursing homes and things like that. I have no idea. But I'm not going to let that age hold me back. I'll stop being a trainer when I decide I want to stop being a trainer. I'm not going to be forced into being closed down, being shut out, being put out to pasture because of my age. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about the aging process and your body changes and the limitations and the outside world and how they look at it? Is it an issue for you? Do you ever, would you ever, if you're part of the established bear community, whatever the, whatever you, you want to consider that to be, um, would you, would you ever say to someone that was 75 or 80 years old, um, you know what, dude, 
uh, maybe you should like step out and go into a different group. I'm guessing you wouldn't. I, I really feel like you wouldn't. In the bodybuilding community, there would be a great percentage of people that would say, get the fuck out now. Uh, and when you don't fit the mold, time to go away. You get removed from that community. If I were to go to, um, I don't know, one of the bodybuilding conventions or something, and they have parties and all, I don't think at age 75 I would fit in, that I would be made to feel comfortable, that there would be that many people at that age that are still into bodybuilding. There may be people at that age that go there to see the bodybuilders who are younger, but to actually be considered one of those in that kind of convention party atmosphere, I, I don't think it would happen. I guess I do have a fear that when I get into those ages, because of the way I live my life, the way I love to live my life, the way I, I still want to live my life as, I don't want people to say, you can't be part of this anymore. And gay people are certainly people that more than let people know when they don't think that they feel should be in their group, you know, the mean girls from high school, you know, are now the gay dudes that are, you know, working out and feel like, you know, they're supermen. Anyways, what do you think about all of this? Do you think I'm like really fucking off my rocker here? Or is there any truth to what I'm saying? Let me know, please. You can listen to the other episodes and I make maybe a little bit more sense. So this is Joey Hernandez, and you've been listening to episode seven. I'll be doing another episode soon. Love to have you a part of it. So please subscribe. Love to hear you and send me messages and let me know. Meanwhile, have an awesome time until we speak again. My best to you and thank you truly so much for taking the time to tune in and listen to my garbage. Take care, folks. Bye now. Mm-hmm.